0: Matthew chapter 16, just a, a really very familiar passage, uh, a passage with a lot of interesting information in that I think will be a blessing to us. Hopefully it'll go from information to inspiration. Here's what it says, Matthew 16, 13. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, by the way, that was a part of the nation that was named after The Caesar, Philip, uh, one of the Caesars of Rome, uh, he asked his disciples, This is Jesus. Watch this, everybody. Jesus is asking his disciples, question number one: Who do people say that the Son of Man is? Question number one. And in verse 14, they answer it. You notice they, it's a plural answer. They all answer collectively. Some say you're John the Baptist. Others say you're Elijah. Others say you're Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Now, just thinking about that for just a second. Think about that answer. The Lord Jesus asked the disciples a very simple question. Who do people think that I am? Talk about a case of identity mistake. Uh, they just all over the place. Jeremiah lived over 500 years ago uh elijah is even older than jeremiah there look listen there was 400 years between malachi and matthew during the maccabean period so there's 400 years right there jeremiah has been dead way before that and elijah was taken translated up to be with the lord even before that so where are these people getting their information from what are they smoking what books are they reading (laughs) this is just outward and you listen you think that i'm i'm being facetious but today some of and by the way john the baptist had just become about nine inches shorter because his head was taken off at the bequest of Herod's wife so john the baptist was certifiably medically dead and they're saying that jesus had either apparently come back to life been reincarnated as one of these guys or he has a dual identity i don't know but these are some crazy answers wouldn't you agree uh, and and you and what's interesting to me is that i found out that today people are just as confused about who jesus is and we're in 2023 we're in the age of google wikipedia encyclopedias libraries electronic research ai we have so much stuff let me just finish the text and i'll tell you some of the misconceptions so in verse 15 jesus said to them again again plural to them but who do you say that i am so that's question number two i almost think watch this guys i almost think that question number one was a setup jesus wasn't looking for information Jesus didn't even respond to these ridiculous answers about who they thought he was. He didn't even say like, wow, where did they get this thing about John the Baptist? John the Baptist has been dead for two years. Where did they get this about about Elijah? Elijah didn't even die. He was caught up. And Jeremiah, they, they rejected Jeremiah for 40 years. Jesus didn't even dignify these answers with the response. He responded with another question. Us, who do you say that I am? It's a personal question. So Peter answered for the group. He said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. We discussed this a little bit in Sunday school. And Jesus answered him, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, that is Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. So, I said I was going to give you some answers. Had this question been answered today? Had Jesus come here on earth today and asked that question? Here are some of the answers that he might have received. He might not have received Jeremiah. He may not have received John the Baptist as an answer. He may not have received Elijah as an answer or one of the other prophets. But here's what he might have received. Islam say that Jesus... These are the Muslims. They say that Jesus considered a messenger of God. They they believe that Jesus did not die on the cross, but that God just raised him up to heaven. They believe that Jesus was a Muslim himself. They believe that Jesus thought he was a Muslim. They say that he is not the greatest prophet, according to Islam. That honor goes to Muhammad. And Jesus is not considered God, but a prophet of God. That's how... The Islamic faith feel about Jesus in 2023. Here's another one, Hinduism. That's the Indians, the people that don't believe in eating cows. Jesus, befo- They're starving over there, by the way, in a lot of places. Jesus performed many amazing miracles. He walked on water and spoke a wonderful sermon on the mouth. The Hindus believe that Jesus was murdered and not resurrected, but reincarnated. The Hindu religion believe that Jesus is not considered God, but he's an avatar. Wow, too much Disney Channel. Uh, the Jews, Judaism believed that Jesus was called Yeshua, that he was one of many false prophets in the first century. Yeshua, of course, is the Hebrew name for Jesus. The Jewish leaders killed Jesus not because he claimed to be the Messiah. They claim they killed Jesus because he claimed to be God. And guess what? According to John 10:30, Luke 22, 70, and John 8:56, he did claim to be God, and guess what? He was God. Incarnate. Jews believe that Jesus committed blasphemy, and that's why they wanted him crucified and that he was a false Messiah. Buddhism, Buddha, Buddhism bore their way out in left field. Buddhists believe that Jesus was. Uh, just Buddha reincarnated and they recognize Jesus being an enlightened man with great influence, but once again, not divine. Jehovah witnesses, probably a lot of you know what they feel. The Jehovah witnesses feel that Jesus pre for form in heaven was Michael, the archangel guys get a clue. And that he became human for the purpose of setting people free from sin and death. Only a select few of JWs are actually going to be saved by their own account, but that Jesus, uh, Jesus, uh, regardless of whether or not you uh, believe in the blood of Jesus, uh, they do not put their trust in him and they don't feel that he is divine and they don't believe that you're saved uh, by by Jesus. They say he has no real power and he's not divine. The Mormons who prefer these days to not be called Mormons anymore. Mormons prefer to be called Latter-day Saints or saints of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Latter-day Saints feel, according to LDS, Jesus was the Son of God in heaven along with his brother. Wait for it. Are you sitting? Are you, seating? Are you seating, sitting down? Are you seated? Uh, they feel that his brother was Lucifer. Lucifer went on the path of the devil, and Jesus stayed faithful to his father's calling. The uh, LDS people believe that people are saved by the blood of Christ, whether they put their trust in him or not. That's the Mormons or the LDS. And finally, Scientology. I think Tom Cruise was once a member of Scientology. I don't know if he still is. But they have a really crazy belief that Scientology believes that basically everybody is good at their core, uh, that everybody can free themselves from their own sins. And the idea that Jesus was God is considered fiction scientologists and they feel it comes from unenlightened minds he was not divine he was not the savior that we're our own savior so those would have been seven answers that jesus would have heard today and he asked people on the street man on the street interview who do you think jesus is so the question might be who do you think jesus is and I'm going to just save that one up for next week because I have some, some thoughts on who, who, um, who I think Jesus is and what I think the Bible says about Jesus. But, but just from what Jesus asked the disciples, I think their, their answer was very telling. Um, I looked at John 14, 6, and here's what Jesus said about himself. Jesus said, I am the way. You all listening? Yes. I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. I'm almost done with my message, but listen to this. People are willing to talk about God all day long. People say, oh, yeah, I believe in God. I love God. God loves me. God is love. For God so loved the world, John 3.16. Introduce the name Jesus into the narrative. And the whole conversation changes. Because God is fine, because God is kind of like a generic term. God is sort of a a pronoun that is nameless and faceless. But when you assign Jesus divine status, when you make Jesus God and you say Jesus is God, now you're separating the haves from the have-nots. Now you're separating people that are believers from people that are religious. You all with me? So Jesus said about, just to, just to erase any confusion, Jesus said, no, you can't get to God. You can't talk about God without coming through me. You can't be saved. Without coming through me. As a matter of fact, Luke wrote in the book of Acts. He said, "And there is salvation in no one else." And I love the fact that he doesn't use a. He doesn't use a a. He uses sort of a of a pronoun. He says no one else, not nothing else. He doesn't say that it's not a it's not a belief system. Believing in Jesus is not a religion. It's a relationship. It's Him. It's believing in him. There is salvation through no one else. You see? And, and, and Jesus answer, Jesus question to Peter was, who do you say that I am? You personally. Don't tell me what you believe. Don't tell me what you think. Don't tell me what you heard someone say. Don't give me any third-party information. You personally. Is this a personal conviction Jesus is saying? Amen? Amen. So, Acts 4, 12, John 14, 6. And finally, I love this. I love this. This is just my personal opinion. I think that most religions recognize Jesus as a great man, a great teacher, moral. But I don't think that most religions recognize him as God. They don't recognize him as being divine. They don't recognize him as being the only way to heaven. They recognize him as being a way, not the way. When you start making those lines of exclusivity and you say that, no, you can only come through Jesus, you're going to get some pushback. It's polarizing. Jesus was polarizing. You think Jesus had a mega church? I don't think so. I think Jesus had 12 followers and one of them was the son of perdition and another one of them cursed around the fire when he was in Judgment Hall and about 10 others didn't even show up and scattered like rats when the lights come on. When Jesus went to the cross, only John showed up at the actual crucifixion. So he didn't start out with a very good core, (laughs) maybe a motley crew, but boy, did they ever come together. Did they ever galvanize? Man, these cats turn the world, the Bible says, upside down. So it ain't how you start. It's how you finish. If you're faltering and your walk with the Lord is up and down and you're having issues with crises of faith and you haven't gotten your act together, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't give in. You can still get on fire. You can still turn this thing around. It's not over. It's not over until you breathe your last. You keep praying. You keep fasting. You keep reading. You keep studying. You keep singing. You keep coming to church. You keep praising. You keep thanking God. It will happen. Don't give up. Don't settle. Don't settle for mediocrity. Don't settle for casual Christianity. Don't settle for an also ran. Don't settle. For a C when God has an A-plus for you. Don't settle. Don't settle. Let me close with Colossians 1. By the way, I believe every religion, (laughs) you do the research, I believe every religion on earth boils down to one question. What do you believe about Jesus? That's really what it boils down to. How does Jesus work for you? How does Jesus fit into your narrative about religion? How does Jesus fit into your faith? Really, that's what it boils down to. There ain't no sense in talking about denominationalism to people. Ain't no sense in talking about Baptists and Methodists and whether or not you believe in gifts or not gifts or whether or not y'all have communion once a month or once a year. Don't talk about those peripheral issues. It really boils down to Jesus. Who is Jesus? Is He God? Is He Lord of your life? Is He your Savior? Is He your Redeemer? Is He your Keeper? Is He your Healer? Is He Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Siqunu, is He Jehovah Jireh? That—that's what—that is the question of the hour. Everything else is just trappings and window dressing, and it's just rhetoric. Nothing is important except who is Jesus to you. Amen. Amen. That's why I'm gonna the whole that's why I'm gonna spend the whole sermon next week just on that question. So here's my last point for this this sermon. Colossians 1.13. I love it. It's absolutely amazing. It says, For he rescued us. This is Jesus. Capital H. Watch these pronouns. If your Bible, if your Bible isn't capitalizing these H's when it refers to Jesus. You capitalize them in your mind. This ain't no little h. Jesus ain't no little guy with a lowercase g. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Jesus ain't our little savior with a lowercase s. Everything about Jesus is capital. Everything about Jesus is high and lifted up. Everything about our Lord and Savior is at the top. He is the first and the last. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the will in the middle of a wheel. He is our Savior and Redeemer. He is our soon-coming King. He is our Master and Lord. Don't ever settle for diminishing Jesus to humanity. I know he said, who does the Son of Man say that I am? And I'm going to talk about this next week. I wanted to dedicate a whole lesson to Jesus' last question the disciples so today i close with colossians 1 13 for he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins this is so good guys please follow along with me and verse 15 says and he capital h capital h and he guys he is the image this word in the greek this word in the greek right here image it means it's it's icon it's spelled e i k o n in the greek we get our word from we get our word from that icon it's an image from an original it is a representation of the original he is the original god he is god incarnate okay icon He represents. He's not an avatar. (laughs) He is an icon. He is God. He is the image. He's the physical manifestation of the invisible God. He's as close as man is going to get to seeing God in the flesh although one day when we get the glory, Mary favors, when we get the glory, we're going to see him face to face. Oh, you don't believe me. Let me read this. Wait, wait, wait. I know I said I was almost done. Wait, I got to read this. I got to read this because I think you need to be reminded of this every so often. We need to be reminded of this. Here's what it says. And John, I love this because it just tells us what's going to happen to us uh, when we come into his presence. It tells us, it tells us in John, it says that uh, if you look at verse, um, getting to it, getting to it. He says that um, uh, John 1, uh, I'm sorry, John 3, John 3, getting my math mixed up. says, Beloved sister Ethel, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, John three one um, uh, Mark junior that we should be called the sons of God y'all with me therefore the world know us know us knoweth us not reading the King James version because it knew him not ready for this verse two here's what I want to get to beloved beloved wretch now are we the sons of God and it doth not yet appear what we shall be but we know. That when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Here's the kicker, though. Here's the kicker. For we shall see him, capital H. We shall see him, capital H, as he, capital H, is. We shall see him as he is. Somehow, we're going to see God the Father as he is. With our glorified eyes. Boy, oh boy, that is just so beautiful. I just had to take a pause and read, and read that for you guys. Keep, keep, make a note of that, John, 1 John 3. So I'm going to con- con- conclude here with the rest of Colossians. Here's what it says. For by him, that's by Jesus, all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things. We're talking about Jesus. This is a biography of Jesus outside of the Gospels, outside of Isaiah 53, outside of Psalms 22. This is a biography, guys, of Jesus, a biography. He's the head of the body. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He's holding everything together. It says that he is the beginning of the firstborn of the dead. It says that so that he himself will come to have first place in everything, for it was the Father's good pleasure for all the fullness to dwell in him. Amen. Amen. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of His Word, and and you know what? You could throw in there Hebrews one three. I just thought of it while I was reading that. It says that who be in the brightness of His glory, and the express image of His person. By the way, that express image—that's the definition up there for image, icon, e i k o n in the Greek, i c o n in the English. The icon—he is the express image of the physical God. He is our physical express image of the invisible God. The Bible says that he upholds all things by the word of his power. Yes. That's Hebrews 1.3. Yes. Is that good stuff? Yes. Amen. That, is, that is just amazing. Be encouraged. Yes. Hey, people may give you problems and sweat you for believing in Jesus in a politically correct woke world, but let me tell you, Ain't no waking up if you don't know Jesus. I don't care how woke you think you are. If you don't know Jesus, you still sleep at the switch. I don't care how woke you think you are, how hip, how cool, how enlightened and formed you are. If you don't know Jesus, you are in darkness because the Bible says that he brought us out of darkness into this marvelous light. Whew. Boy, oh boy, this is exciting. I, I, I'm pumped, but I'm sitting down, but I'm still pumped. But I'm sitting down because I said I would finish it next week. So I'm sitting down. I'm trying to sit down anyway. But this is just such good stuff. And it encourages us. When you know Jesus, you know God. When you know Jesus, you're connected with the ruler of the universe. You're connected with he who created everything before the foundation of the world. All things are held together by Jesus. And he's in us. He's in us. He is our Lord and our Savior. His Spirit is in us. Amen. 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 God bless you. you. God is good. Thank you, Mm. Lord. Hallelujah. You got a song? Go right ahead. Yes. Yes.